welcome to the show, everybody. It's been what eight hundred years since we last seen each other, and it's all Tina's fault. I just want to put that out there. It is not. You swear? I swear. Oh, so welcome to season eight of Same Cast Different Day podcast, everybody. Yay, we made it to season eight, Woo-hoo. and um, it's been a day for me. Hold the hell on. What you got going on right there? What you talking about? What you got on? Oh, I have on a tank top. Who you looking sexy for? Let me find out. You trying to look sexy for these <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out. You trying to get your sexy? Out. I am not. I'm trying to hold it together over here with this cup of coffee at seven thirteen at night. What a coffee at this uh, ungodly hour? Absolutely. I don't blame you. Mm. I don't blame you at all. So like I said, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to season eight. We're excited to be here with y'all. There's a few things that happened while we was away. But first, uh, let's talk about what happened with us while we were away. What accomplished we accomplishments we had and so forth and so on. And uh, you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Ooh, child, accomplishments. Um or goals that we set for ourselves. No, just let me update the people on what's been going on. Wait, what's been uh, what's going on with us since uh, you know, this see last season. Um, so I am still in school, completing my masters. Um, my oldest will be graduating from high school this year. Yay! I know we just had a photo shoot, so he was excited about that. Um. Basketball season is over. Um, what else? Uh, I think we both had birthdays. Yay, birthdays! We did. We're both old now. So it, it was definitely February was definitely birthday season, right? It was. Um, we have a cast member that has a birthday coming up. That ball hit a half of them. I know. I know. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy early birthday to her. I hope she's somewhere having some fun uh, right now. Uh, 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 I guess one of our uh, favorite viewers of the podcast, Tommy birthday was today. It's today. So yep. happy birthday, Happy Tommy. birthday, Tommy. Right? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've been going to work, work school, work school, work school. Um, Corey started his dreadlocks. My oldest son started his dreadlocks. So, welcome to the dread family to him. The little, uh, the little ass dreads. I'm little ass dreads. Hey, 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 I, hey, I remember hey. what mine was that. I was going to say, <laughs> wait a minute now. <laughs> wait one second. Um, yeah. Um, looks like where we at, we're about to get a blizzard. Fun times. <laughs> Not going to be a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> it might look like one outside, but it's not no blizzard outside. Hey, 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 hey! I said what I said. <laughs> That's because you don't like driving in the snow. I, I don't, I don't mind driving in the snow. It's everybody else driving in the snow. Oh, I just be hoping that somebody with a Lexus or a Hummer or one of those brand new Broncos just run into me. That way, I got to go get me a new vehicle. I hate those new Broncos. I just They're said so that ugly. to myself the other day. So ugly. They so narrow. I'll be mad. I'll see. I'll be seeing people like you actually went and bought that. Mm-hmm. Like, what, made, what possessed you to go? Like, I'm gonna go get the the Bronco. Like, mm-hmm. here's the reason why those things was 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 stopped being uh, manufactured. Here's the reason. 
the old ones were better. Um, I got my truck back, so my truck was stuck in a different state for four months. Um, if anybody remembers from the last season, I was pretty perturbed. Um, took four long months. I finally got my new transmission, I'm sorry, engine put in, and they um, brought it back to me. So it's been about, I think this is going on the third week after, now. After she had to cuss them out for two weeks, no, two months to get it here. I'm just, I'm I did. Professionally, uh, what professionally. is the, what's what's the name of that dealership? Y'all are the worst dealership in the history of dealerships. I don't know the <laughs> name, but um, it is in Carbondale, Illinois. It's a Kia. It's the only Kia dealership there. Well, there y'all go. Worst, worst, worst service ever when it comes to out of town people with children. Worst service. Terrible. Ever. Terrible. Um, other than that, I mean, same oh, old, like, same old, right? They had the audacity to call her to tell her to take her uh her uh comment down on a better business thing about them. Yeah, the audacity. The yeah audacity. he told me he had the the shop manager at called me and asked me to take down my review um because it was a lie and said that they had told me what was wrong with my car. They never did, they never got permission to even put a brand new engine in it from me. Because I had no idea what was going on from now. Um, and then that day, he actually called. That was New Year's Day. He called me with that them shenanigans. After they had it since October. Yep. In October, they had had it. He tried to tell me they was waiting on the engine to get there. It was back ordered. Nobody ever said anything ever to me. And then he told me that he had never gotten any messages that I was calling. I was calling every single week. And every time I called, they were telling me that the person I need to speak to was on lunch. And they never got back to me until I put that comment out there, that that bad review about that dealership. Um, And then they got the moving. Chop, chop. Mm, mm, mm. So far, I haven't had any problems with my car. Um, I do have a new warranty on the new engine, so I'm happy about that. I didn't have to pay a dime, so I'm happy about that, even with the transport. So I am happy with the um, the customer service of the corporate office was superb. The dealership, though, <laughs> absolutely. They can go to hell. Absolutely. So, um, Tina said, "I uh, I had a birthday while we were off." Uh, Tina's birthday was February 28th. No, it February 30th. Her birthday you, was February oh 30th. My uh, mine was the 21st. And the on the my period. birthday was not the 30th or the 28th. It was the 4th. Oh. Mm. Oh. You can never do right, can you? <laughs> I try sometimes. I try. The mm. Lord, I repent, Lord, help me. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I made a very large purchase while we were on break. Um, I'm trying to think. I finished the book, so I'm proud of myself for that. I finished the book. I am halfway finishing the second book in the series and um, already have plans on a third book. It's not part of that series, but it's the third book I have in the making already that's already in the plans. So... Other than that, just been writing, trying to get these books already. So I want to get them. Hopefully, you better get published and stuff by the end of the year. So if you guys know any agents, you know, send them my way or give me, send me that information. You know, um, Martel one and one at gmail dot com, and uh, send me that information. I can get my you know my book out there. 
So I need a publisher. So let's make it happen, you people. Yes. Um, shout out to Tri Chocolate Drop. Oh, right. Oh, shit. I forgot about him already. <laughs> I keep telling you. <laughs> so she's referring to Chocolate Drop. She's referring to my, uh, my, my, I guess, my first nephew that was born on the first of February. Ooh, I forgot about him already. I'm so, I, 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 y'all know what? Because I'm, I'm so sticking to being a deadbeat uncle and they just keep trying to stop me from being a deadbeat uncle. I, I, I They won't let me. I'm, de I'm just trying to be a deadbeat uncle in peace. That's all I'm trying to be. They won't let me be great at being a deadbeat uncle. And not. Definitely I'm, not. I'm no. tired of that woman. She be sending me pictures talking about looking at my chocolate drop. I ain't thinking about chocolate drop. Chocolate drop is so <laughs> handsome. Chocolate drop is so handsome. He gonna be ugly just like his daddy. <laughs> I cannot deal with you. <laughs> I ain't gonna I lie, y'all. When he was first born, he looked like the old man from Up. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Not as a ribbon session on chocolate drop. Don't do too much oh. now. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I, he ain't safe. He better learn how to rib from an early age because he, he ain't safe. Catch you. He is not safe. I don't know why they keep thinking that baby's safe for me. Ain't no baby safe for me here. I'll be ribbing Tori in hell. That's fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, mama too. I ain't worried about Tori and mama. Y'all do dangle a bottle of wine in front of her or some vodka. That's you. Oh, sir, why I don't why, drink why, vodka. Why you have to put me out there like that? Oh, no, I'm, I'm tired of you already. Good. So, Welcome back. One of the topics that I wanted to talk about. Uh, it's, it's these bills that's been getting passed, that's been, been introduced and somehow is making it up the chain of commands for some reason. Uh, it, all has, it already has become legal in Tennessee. Uh, Kentucky just moved up now to the next level in Kentucky. So there are 36 or 37 states that are putting bills forward to ban uh, drag performance, well, female impersonations. Um, so basically you can't be, it can't, so even if you so say like you own a nightclub, but it's near a school, you cannot have drag performances there. Uh, basically you can't do it in a public place is what they're saying that you cannot have these drag performances that, and then on top of that, they already passed the bill and a part of that bill in Tennessee was the end of, um, People like teenagers who are in the process of transitioning. So like puberty blockers and all these other kind of things that uh, trans kids are on to start the process of transitioning. So they have may now made that illegal. So now by 2024, March of 2024 in Tennessee, all trans there, there's no more, uh, you no know, care for trans people. So they basically any type of drugs that they're on, they have to stop. So, Tina, my question for you is what happened if, you know, the, this, this kid was like, well, I might as well just stop right now. And they just go cold turkey and they've been on this stuff for a year or two years, however long it's been. Like, what happens if they just stop and go cold turkey? And is it safe to just stop like that? Um, the, the, biggest thing, they, the biggest thing to me would probably either male to female, female to male, doesn't matter. There are hormones being introduced to your system, right? So I really think it depends on how long you've been taking them just mm -hmm. with any other treatment um 
I would think it would just cause major mood swings, you know, possibly anxiety, depression, PTSD, you know, mm -hmm. all of those types of things. Um, just like if it was female to male, you know, loss of body hair, you know, everything would start to revert back, basically. Okay. Okay. Um, I do have a question with all of this because um, we have transgenders that have underwent surgical procedures. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like now they have, you know, went the extra step. So it's like, what happens then if they want to pass all of these laws? It's not like they can go reverse those procedures, you know, right? Um, for um, men transitioning to female, maybe just like top surgery, implants can be removed, but females to males, you can't, you know, right? So they usually have double mastectomies, um, bottom surgeries, things like that. Those are not reversible that I know of. Um, so it's just a lot of confusion. Um, I don't think, I think this is just something we see, um, historically, um, in the great country of the United States where they make a law and then it goes away, you know, and then it comes back and then it goes away and then it comes back and then it goes away. So I kind of feel like um, that's what it's going to be because um, so many people push forward for this and um, we got a lot of rights put into place and now it's just a group of people who have rallied up and they have their own opinions and beliefs and I'm not saying people shouldn't have their own opinions and beliefs but people need to stop and like actually think you know mm -hmm. this this is something I feel like you know you can't do all of that back and forth with right, right. because you just can't right and then it's not within if somebody identifies they people can identify as whatever they want to identify as you cannot stop somebody from doing that so it's to me it's kind of is bad is you know you see some of those laws over there and like um overseas like africa particularly when they were um mutilating the women down below the belt right yeah so kind of like that you can't do you can't sterilize somebody and then be like oh well that law is gone and we you know you can't give that back right. so i really feel like this is something that people need to sit down they need to talk about it they can't stop it and that's the thing people can go across seas and get surgeries they can go across seas and get hormones and it's not safely regulated like it was in the united so, states so when they turn 18 they can do all these things. They say when they're 18 and younger, no, the, the kids shouldn't be doing that. And they took away, so they took away parents' rights. So, like, the, there, are, there are parents who are supporting, like, okay, my child wants to transition. They're not happy with the way they were. When they started the whole transitioning process of being them, they were a lot more happier. So, I support my child going through this process. I want to sign off on it. You no, know, if the doctors and the therapists 
they when they go through all the process as an 18 year old to start this process somebody that's at 18 but they got to have their parents consent in order to do it and then if these parents are giving their child consent to do this why does the government feel they need to step in the government is steady taking away they wonder why society is so bad now because the government is steady stepping in trying to take away parents white rights to parent they're not letting them parent and that's why Society is the way that it is now. Let the parents' parent is stepping in. That's true. Um, I just feel like that this law doesn't coincide with a lot of different things. They only make laws they feel like benefit them, or yeah. you know, they're trying to control the situation, and you can't, you can't take away the rights of the parents, right? Mm -hmm. They want you to be held responsible for everything under the sun when it comes to that child, right? You know. Yeah. So I don't get it. It's just it's it's a lot of weird laws. Like you can't get a tattoo legally under the age of eighteen, even with parents' consent. But you can get piercings, though. <laughs> right. You know, like, so like with John, when I had showed you the video with John Stewart, yes. and the 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 uh, the guy from the Republican Party, he couldn't quite understand his own doing for this bill. All they kept on saying, well. This trans bill and this anti-drag bill is to protect the kids. Like, I don't think any kid is going to look at a, a drag queen. Like, kids, they like going to like who they like. They're going to date who they want to date. They want to whoever they want to sleep with. I don't understand why you think a six-year-old is going to look at a, a person in drag who probably don't even know that it's a person, a, a man, to be honest, at that age. Some of them probably don't. But... You, all this is because drag queens went to a elementary school to read to students. And I guess they feel like drag queens reading to elementary school students is going to turn the kids gay. And this is why this bill, these bills are coming forward. They're just uncomfortable. That's what a boy is. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. It and just then, makes them uncomfortable. And since the, the, the drag bill was passed, you know, uh, in Tennessee, you could be sentenced to 15 years in jail for performing drag in public. It's just really stupid and harsh to me. That's why I said people need to just really sit down and think about what it is that they're doing. Like you cannot, it's going to happen, period. So now what so, you're going to do, you're going to put a bunch of people in jail because they wanted to live their life. Like they're not being detrimental to, and they're not out here robbing, stealing, killing, you know, things of that nature. They're within their own, living their own life within their own communities within their mm -hmm. own families, you know, and then they just, somebody just made enough noise up there on Capitol Hill, and now somebody actually wants to listen and push it through and push it through. And then once all this stuff started coming forward, then Trump spoke on it. So now we got all these fakes now trying to make these bills because of Trump also, because he had to put in his two cents also. And what exactly was his two cents? He was just agreeing with the bills that was going forward. And there all these other people just started jumping up, joining his bandwagon, like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what happened with this. Like it was this other video where this one lady was um this man was uh who was also gay, but he's I think he's a Republican also. But he um his woman put forth the bill saying that sexual orientation should not be discussed in school. So he said ex woman, who is Martha Washington? And mm -hmm. he, he was like, she was like, well, that's George Washington's wife, right? He was like, 
Correct. So the, he was like, that's this play that's talking about sexual orientation in school. So how are we supposed to teach kids about history if we can't, you know, refer to sexual orientation? We could just be talking about uh, 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 any simple person in civil rights movement, man, woman, whoever, or throughout the course of history. But we're not support repose there. They don't want I'm, we're not supposed to refer to the person's gender because sexual orientation. Can, you don't want sexual orientation to be discussed in school. And she said, but then she said, well, people who are, I guess, like, like, so like basically saying, like, if a teacher is gay, they can't display their sexual orientation or they can't say, hey, well, I tell their students I'm gay. But then and then she was like, well, they um, they shouldn't put their beliefs on our children. And then he had asked her if he had asked her something else. I mean, she was like, well, I believe in the Bible and the Bible says this. And I'm a, and, but he was like, so it's OK for you to push your um, what's the term I'm thinking of? You know, your beliefs. It's OK to push your beliefs in school, but it's not OK for anybody else to push their beliefs in school. So make it make sense. So all this so, so is like y'all trying to cancel on one belief and whatever for another. Just like just let people be. I agree. Hello. Hello. See if you don't get to one spot because people don't want to hear all that your camera and stuff shaking. I can't. I we gotta don't. move. We don't want to hear your cameras. The little crazy old man. But yeah, you don't. This and, and and like I said, all this they keep trying to figure out. That's not my belief, and that's not what I believe in. So it's okay for y'all to push y'all beliefs and y'all religion in schools, but other people can't. And up and the thing about it is, they're not even pushing their belief in their religion in school. They're just going there and doing their job. They're not going to the school and saying, "Hey, I'm gay. You should be gay too." They're not doing that. You like what you like, and there's nothing that people can do to stop people from liking what they like. That's true. And if you got down with that, we all got two words for you. Oh, Lord have mercy. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. So, the next thing I wanted to move on to, um, so it was actually, as I was getting ready to get online, I was, I was have, just happened to be scrolling online, there was another train derailment again. This one at this time in Oklahoma, where the, the people was waiting for the train to go by, and the, one of the train cart things just popped off the track, and it was like one of them was carrying oil or some type of chemical thing in there that came off the track. Uh, then there's the one that happened in Ohio, where the people kept they kept on saying after the train derailment happened and all this stuff went up into the air. That oh everything is safe. There's nothing going on. The water is safe to drink. Everything is safe. You throw rocks into the water, and it's, the water started to bubble. The drinking water in their houses was coming out like salt. When it, it rained, when it rained, the rain was so had so much chemicals in it that it was literally burning off the clear coat off of people's paint on their cars. What was in the train? Huh. What was in the train? They just a whole bunch of different kind of like hazardous, like hazardous chemicals, like some type of hazardous waste that they were transporting. And they kept on saying that, every, that the ground was safe, the water was safe, and nothing was safe. And then they tried to blame Biden and was like, oh, well, Biden didn't step in. He didn't send FEMA in. Nobody came in to help. 
the federal government cannot overstep when it comes to local government in a state or whatever. They so have to the request, don't they? they? They have to, yeah. So the governor of Ohio has to request if he has to put in a state of emergency or declare an emergency in order for the Biden administration to step in and come help. The governor never, never, never did that. So there was nothing that the federal government could do to step in. So that's why a week or so after all this happened, the EPA finally stepped in and said, well, all these different things needs to happen. Mm. So, so there was that train derailment. Then there was another one that happened in Florida. And then there was another train de derailment that happened over in Greece. So we don't have four train derailments in the, within the last month. What is were they all carrying chemicals? So, um, the one, all the ones in the U.S. I think were carrying chemicals. The one in the in the Greece was the passenger train mm. that killed forty, I think, forty plus people. That's crazy. So it's like, what is going on with the train system? And then if it's because the tracks are so like how often do they replace train tracks? But that's the thing. You never hear about a train derailing because it's not not very often. Right. Um, so when a train crash happened, it's, just, it's mostly because of, you know, operator's error where it, it ended up, most of the time it ended up being two trains on one track and they collide with each other. What were the weather conditions then? Do you know? But they didn't say that it had anything to do with weather conditions, right? So, yeah, because it looked like a regular sunny day in Florida. Uh, I, I believe it was a regular day in Ohio. Okay, so it looks like Martel has frozen on us here for a little bit. What? I mean, oh. Oh, there I go. Um, no, no, you're still frozen. <laughs> oh, no. What's going on here? <laughs> okay, uh, Tina, you, you do what, whatever you said, sure. <laughs> so, um, I would think that somebody absolutely is looking at the amount. Somebody has to be tracking stuff like that, right? I would think that, um, especially if it's in the news, right, they're kind of bringing it to light, um, just like they probably track the number of car accidents, the number of plane crashes. Like, somebody is responsible for tracking that. So I feel like that somebody probably is looking into all of those incidents. We just don't know if they have formulated a probable cause um, or it, even if they are connected or anything like that. So if it raised a red flag within the media, the news media, pretty sure that it raised a red flag within the government. What do you think, government? Lord have mercy. We First of all, we can't see you <laughs> My screen, I can see me. So I don't know. What, okay, you know, it's black. So, what you think, old man, theater about the train derailments? Oh, are you back, Martel? It was the Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> 
So did you hear what I said? I said um, somebody has to be responsible for tracking that type of stuff as far as like car crashes, um, plane crashes or anything like that. So I'm pretty sure if it's race, red flags within the news media that somebody within the government is paying attention, we just don't know. Um, and we don't know whatever um, hypothesis they've come up with as far as if they are connected in any way. Right. They just like uh they kept having them uh the planes kept having there it's been like four incidents now within four to five incidents within the last month where uh uh planes was having near accidents on the on the runways. Well, the first one was uh pilot air They're making all that damn noise. It ain't bothering nobody but you. The first one was pilot error. I can tell he because that squeaking is gonna hurt people's ears that listen to the audio version because <laughs> it right. makes the audio sound bad on the audio version of it. Uh, um, can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. You said the squeaking messing with the audio version, this audio only version. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that first one was a pilot error where they the uh, I believe it was an American airline flight that crossed the runway and didn't have permission to cross the runway while another plane was landing. Uh, there was another incident where a JetBlue flight had to uh, pull up really fast in order to um, avoid a collision on the ground when he was when they were coming in for a landing. And there was another incident, I can't remember where, but it was a third one that happened where there's another collision on the runway where two planes almost collided. And then I believe in Florida, they just had two um, private airplanes, like, you know, like one of those planes that be having like eight to nine passengers, like a little small private plane. Two, I uh, believe two of those collided in the air with each other, uh, one dead so far. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on lately. A lot. And something needs to be done. I'm just saying, it's just a lot of red flags when it's coming to the. Uh... Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm so, I am exhausted. It's been a lot of uh, stuff going on lately with these planes and the crashing and everything. Um, we'll keep y'all posted on uh, that story. Uh, m- moving into uh, student loan that uh, student loan debt relief. I don't know why a certain government power is so against student loan, this whole student loan cancellation, student loan debt. So they were saying that the highest person, whoever's in charge of the student loan, whatever high goes, the highest person can make a ruling to do like a student loan debt relief or whatever it is they do as far as relief. It doesn't say that they can do anything. They can't cancel student loan debts. And the thing is, they're acting like that this whole student loan cancellation thing is to cancel entire student loan people who owe thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars in student loan. It's not it's not going to cancel somebody who debt who owe hundred thousand dollars. It's only canceling ten thousand dollars. And if they were a Pell Grant recipient, they get twenty it's canceling twenty thousand dollars. Now, for those people who are low income or middle um, no middle income people say they didn't go to school, they didn't finish school or whatever, and now they stuck with this student loan debt and say like they only owe $12,000 and they say, oh, well, you got the Pell Grant so you can get the $20,000. So it will relieve that person who 
probably wouldn't be able to make the payments or were struggling or struggling to make ends meet, they wouldn't have to worry about that debt, which means like Tina said, I believe in the season seven, that that's more money that can go into our economy to keep the economy going. I believe, like I said, the more money that's being spent in the economy, I feel like cheaper the products are. I agree. Economics 101, right? Right. So if people are not spending, that's the reason why gas prices, well, people are going to buy gas regardless, but if people are not buying a lot of gas, then that's going to cause the gas prices to go up. If people are not going into stores and buying certain products, it's going to cause those products to go up. Uh, that's why uh, now if they're uh, cutting food stamps and stuff like that, then people who's getting emergency food stamps, they're no longer receiving those things. So what is caused now the price of food to go up again more than what it's already been because now people are going to go into the grocery stores spending less money. And the, the less money that grocery stores are making, the less money they have to pay employees. If they don't have money to pay the employees, then the store is going to get shut down. So now there's no local grocery store. So it, it, it y'all need to figure out some way to get people out there spending money. And I think Castle and the loan debt will do that. So the last time I read up on this and I was upset, um, they stopped it because it was a few people that sued, right? Because they felt like that it wouldn't apply to them or something along those lines. Like mm -hmm. they wouldn't get their debt canceled because they didn't fall within any any of those categories that they had. Mm -hmm. um, so from what I understand is that they were supposed to go back and like revise or attempt to revise the plan and then it was supposed to be going up to the Supreme Court. I thought it was supposed to be either last month or this month, but it's been kind of, you know, less and less in the media. It started this week where they've been debating the uh, the, uh, the student loan debt thing. So it started this week in the Supreme Court. It started Monday. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 So I really hope that they do they do that. Um, yes, I do feel like it should be fair across the board. Um, I'm not sure how they came up with the numbers or the criteria for being um, for receiving the mm -hmm. um, the money or whatever the cancellation or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, but I do feel like it would be, it should be anybody that has went to any type of college, um, yeah. any any type of college, right? And I feel like if you paid off your debt, then let's just say, well, okay, well, no, we'll give you guys instead of a $5,000 check as a, hey, here you go, or something like that. Like, y'all could have just said that. Like, hey, can we get at least some type of some type of something for paying off our student loan debt or something like that? Or can I got a tax credit, maybe a year, a year free of not having to pay taxes? You know, something like that, because... They keep saying, like, well, we can't justify spending trillions of dollars on student loan debt cancellation, but you guys can justify spending, tr sending trillions of dollars worth of army equipment and actually giving them money and buying them guns over to the Ukraine. Not saying that they don't need help, but the people in your own country need help. The people in your own country is struggling. You have so many people that's out living on the street, but yet you guys can justify sending money overseas. But you won't justify helping your people. Like make that make I sense. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. 
Mm-hmm. The, the, when is it going to come to an end? And that's why I'm saying, like, these people who are considered the silent generation, who are, say, born in the 30s or 40s and 50s and 60s, should not be allowed to be in office no more. I mean, I'm I'm starting to agree where there should be an age limit to how old you could be to serve in the in the Senate and the people who are making laws for this country. I think that it should be an, an age cutoff. Because to be honest, what do somebody born in the 30s know about today's society and how the world is today? How do they under somebody who is 90 something years old sitting in Congress right now can understand our problems today? They haven't lived through the new world's experiences. They haven't experienced the hardship of the new world. They don't know what it's like. They like they keep saying like, oh, you know. Uh, people, people in their twenties and thirties need to grow up and move out of their parents' house. How can they afford to live and move out their parents' house when rent is fifteen hundred dollars, but you still want to pay people seven twenty five an hour? That's true. I feel like, like during this pandemic, I feel like during this pandemic, a major shift occurred. Right as right. far as, um, I mean, you kind of see it all over, right? Because these, the new, the new, the the population that's just coming into adulthood, right? Mm-hmm. I, I have one of them. Um, viewpoints on everything are totally different. Everything. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't care about a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of them now, because of the debt that college can put you in, they sit down and they look at it, right? Well, it's not worth it going to college. You know, that's yeah. the way that they're thinking. It's not worth it going to college. I can survive better if I do this. I won't have this tremendous amount of debt, you know, stuff like that. So they are really taking a look and a step back from a lot of things that were instilled in us as being, you know, necessary, right? Right. Um, a lot of them have started to scale back from lar- large homes, you know, um, a lot of them just, it's just a lot of, a lot they of invest in different things. Kids. Like yep. a lot of, a lot of people are getting married and not having kids. Yep. Um, a lot of things, um, it's a lot of different companies that are being invested in. Um, uh, you know, it's just, I, their viewpoints are totally different and I get it. And I that's totally what I'm saying. Like this new generation of adults. Is is totally in the way how they live is totally different from the people who are sitting in office making these laws. Yeah, like like the people that's sitting in this in the Congress right now and that is making these laws and stuff for the country, they are basing things on how it was back in the sixties and seventies. Like that that time, that era is dead. That time is gone. It is like the world has advanced so much since then. And then now they're upset with like the Gen Zs who have got, um, you know, uh, elected into office. Like they are upset with how they carry themselves in office because they won't wear a full suit. They got mad at the man because they they told him that his, um, you know, he came in with you know like what's the, the, the daishiki and stuff. He came in with his African, you know, his whole African ensemble and stuff. They told him that it wasn't appropriate for Congress. So. Like I said, like the times have changed and we need to get out. They need to get out this mindset. So once again, like if enough of them get voted into office, you know, it might be that generation that passed law. Like, yeah, we're going to have an age limit to how what you can serve. And you like, you can't be older than 50 to serve in Congress. 
I mean, I see it as being fair, right? Because they have an age limit on how you have to be older to be a president, right? Exactly. I think you got to be 50 or 55. No, is it 50 or 55 or 45? I think, I think it's, I thought it was something like that. Got, more like I think 40 something. Yeah. 45, yeah. I don't know. Let's check. Which would make, which would make sense to me because I feel like by that time, by the time you're forced, so if you started politics in your 20s, like early 20s, that means you have been an alderman, you've been a mayor, you've been a governor, you have, you know, experience in government before you ran for president by I'm that time. 35. I mean, to be you honest, to you be still have that experience, though, to that you have experience in government office. Now, I feel like there should be a law where you cannot run for president if you never held a, any type of local government position. So it's only you have to be a natural born citizen. You have to be at least 35 years old and you have to have been a resident of the United States for 14 years. Yeah, and then I feel like they should add you should have to have some type of government help. So held some type of government position like or I feel like you should have to at least been a governor, a senator or a congressman or a mayor. Be, in order to run for governor, I mean for president, you need to have one of those positions in order to run for president. Because then now we get somebody who like Trump, who's in office, who knew nothing about government, knew nothing about how laws work, and thought he could just get in there and just sign laws and think that's how it worked. Like he doesn't, he in his head, he didn't have to answer to anybody. And and I feel like that when it comes to that kind of stuff, you know, we, the changes need to happen. Yeah. Oh, hey, crazy old man. He's, he's really, he's really, oh, okay. Okay. Um, so that's all I, that's all I really have for tonight. I oh, feel like that was a mouthful. I feel like we talked about a lot of different things. Yeah, I feel like those these are things that's been on my mind that's been going on within our society. There's a few more things that's been going on, but I feel like we don't have enough time to get into those topics because I feel like that could be like a whole nother episode. Oh, so Lord. let me say that for the uh, next one. Um, I guess I should do my public apology because I'm pretty sure that this episode should be coming out within the next few days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, see, the stop all the shenanigans by your microphone. I told you, killing people's ears on the audio version of the podcast. Stop all that noise. Oh, he ain't say nothing back. He ain't say nothing back slick. I'll wait for him to say something back slick. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm going to public, publicly apologize to the victims. <laughs> Oh, my it's bad. Like, I, just, I, I just edit that part out. My bad. <laughs> so, as soon as Theo come in and start echoing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I want to publicly apologize to the victims and the family members of 9-11. Um, I appeared on a podcast, which was Tell from the Podcast. And I might have, uh, okay, I made a statement saying that uh, 9-11 was an insurance claim. Um, I don't know if those are proven facts. That's just my theory. 
but I'm going to apologize if I caused any harm or uh, uh, made anybody upset. Um, I'm sorry, cancel culture. Don't cancel me because, you know, uh, don't don't cancel me. Uh, that's just my thoughts. I just feel like 9-11 was caused by a rich man trying to get richer. Well, let's go back. Let's go back to what we know as facts, right? It, it is a very sensitive subject because a lot of lives were lost, right? Mm-hmm. Unnecessarily, unnecessarily, and I say unnecessarily because it wasn't an accident, right? Right. It was planned. It was premeditated, and the U.S. government had received notification. I can't remember of how far in advance. That they kind of caught wind of something that might happen. Um, I'm not sure if they knew specifics as to planes flying into buildings specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, it was tragic. Um, And I feel like none of us here on this podcast would probably ever find out every all the truth behind it, right? Uh-oh. I did a whoopsie. I'm sorry. Okay. I did a whoopsie. I don't know how to get that off the screen, so hold on. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, I don't know how to get this off the screen. What were okay. you trying to do? Okay, there we go. I know, I, because I, I, that's gonna you use you'll see it eventually. Oh my! God. Well, thank you for that public apology, Martel. Yeah, everybody's welcome. You know, I'm sorry. Y'all know sometimes. You know, I just say some off the wall rants. That was one of my rants that I had. So I told uh, uh, when I was talking to JB on his podcast, I said that there was going to be more Martell rolling rants, and that was just you ain't get one this episode. It was supposed to be one this episode, but y'all ain't going to get one this episode because, you know, um, I had to apologize for that rant on his podcast. So, yeah. All um, right. Final, final thoughts? Ooh, final thoughts. We're coming into season eight. Um, officially, I believe this will be the 170th or 71st episode of the podcast. So we're talking 200 episodes. That's a lot. Um, I really hope that we can achieve great things together, um, both for the cast member and the listeners. Um, I hope that our podcast continues to evolve in the correct direction. Um, and I hope that, um, I don't know. I hope that we just keep on doing this for a while. Yay! God bless America! <laughs> Damn it, what theater. is in that food eating, dog? <laughs> what is theater eating? That's when we're going to start having these segments. What is theater eating? Dinner time. Steak, <laughs> some steak and some string beans. Okay. <laughs> Lord, on sauce on the steak. That's weird though, but it's good. Actually, it is pretty good. I've had steak like that. Um, for me, oh wait, why is Tina Frodo? I know she she's standing real sitting real still. Um, <laughs> uh, my you final thought. 
My final thought is if you have a, a goal or something that you want to achieve and something that you want to do in life, don't be scared to go after it. Go do it. Uh, some like I said, sometimes you gotta learn how to invest money in yourself. I invest in this podcast. You know, this is twenty five dollars a month to stream this live to y'all every Tuesday and Thursday. So remember that invest in yourself. Um, that'd be it. Uh, I guess head over to habits365.com. Use code Anthony Ford to receive 20% off your purchase. And then head over to repsports.com and use code Marcel1 to receive 5% off your purchase. Um, thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm going to leave you with a, uh, we're going to leave you with a video. Oh, wait, before we go, uh, starting next week, uh, we're going to be Oh, damn it, theater. <laughs> Lord, God, have mercy. You sit up there froze. Lord have mercy. Any almost looked like you was having a stroke for a minute. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, faces all drooped and stuff on one side. <laughs> oh my God. What was I about to say? Oh. No idea. Starting Tuesday, uh, I'll make sure I have everything set up. Uh, after the cast, where we're gonna get some, uh, you get to hear us, it's only gonna be audio only, so you will have to subscribe to our pod, uh, this audio on this description to hear what we talk about after the show go off the air, uh, which is very unfiltered, there's nothing left out. Um, so details about our, you know, deep details about our lives, so make sure y'all subscribe to hear all that. The soap. Yeah, <laughs> with the black soap, I'm telling you, we can make your ears ring and your heart sing. It's the after set, right? Exactly. The after set that's what we're gonna call it. The after set, okay, the after we'll, set. Yeah. all right, we're gonna call it the after set. Then, y'all, so, step in. Come on now, participate. Help us. That easy. being said, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna leave you guys with this performance from one of one of me and old man theater's co-workers, Samira. I went to go see her perform yesterday. It kind of cut in like you, you kind of missed like the first five seconds of it. I was all the way in the back, so excuse how the video looked. But she has an amazing voice, and I was told I was gonna play it on the podcast tonight. So um, here y'all go, and make sure y'all be back, come and join us Tuesday on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah.